You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to The Happy Hour on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. I am Rico. I'm still here. Nick has decided that he needs to go be a student and go to class. We are happy for him. He's going to go ahead and be a smart guy. So I welcome in Nathan, who is sad about his hokies. Yeah, how do you feel? People wanted to do a wellness check on you. How you doing? <laughs> well, I think it's funny. I was talking about this the other day. Like, I feel that a lot of people in Nebraska have never had an interaction with a Virginia Tech fan, Virginia Tech alumni. Nor will they probably ever outside of me. So I'm representing an entire university in the state of Nebraska. So I hope I've done a good job. You have not. <laughs> you guys probably think that I'm a bit of a moron. That's okay. I come to terms with that. But I think you can appreciate that I'm just as passionate about my football as you are about your football, which is a big thing. But the worst part about it is that we were doing the pregame show at Tipsy Tina's, which was awesome, by the way. Fantastic. Tipsy Tina's is a great spot. That's one of those places I never really thought of before a game day until I went there. And I'm like, I never really want to go anywhere else. It is a to solid To be entirely game. honest with you. It is a solid game day spot. Especially great so, spot. So... For the Oklahoma game, it's going to be that much better because it's oh a morning game. Those breakfast tacos at Tipsy Tina's, when I yes. tell you that those yes. are the best breakfast yes. tacos I've ever had, I cannot I cannot wait for the Oklahoma game. Not only because of the game, but because I get to have breakfast tacos from Tipsy Tina's. Yes. Which Tipsy Tina's, it's a great location, too. It's pretty close to the stadium. Uh, you can see you can say hi to a bunch of people walking by. A bunch of people gave us a shout-out. So definitely keep that in mind the next time we have a home game, which I guess this upcoming Saturday. And the game's at 6.30, so you can get dinner there while you're there. Exactly. It's a perfect scenario. But I have a couple of takes away, take takeaways. Take a shot at tequila before you head to the stadium. I took plenty of shots before at tequila. You, before you walk me and, uh, to the stadium. That's right. Me and Jay. I took a shot with Jay. Took a shot with AD. But speaking of AD, that's who I was lined up with for the pregame show, which was great. AD's awesome. But he literally goes on air. He's like, your Hokies won, right? And I was like, dude. <laughs> salt in the wound, man. Like, come on. He knew. He, I think he knew. Oh, no, he knew. But I, I appreciate all the wellness checks. It ODU. was funny. ODU, I had a bunch of people tweeting. They're like, I can't watch a Virginia Tech game. Because it was an interesting game. It was entertaining. It was one of the few on Friday night. It was a major upset in college football. It was on the road for Virginia Tech. A bunch of moving pieces. So everyone was like, I can't watch this game without thinking of you. You're welcome. I'm not apologizing. I hope that all of you were just as hurt as I was because that game was really tough to watch. Just start to finish. That game was just brutal. Virginia Tech will be fine. They're favored against Boston College, which I have no idea how that happened. But speaking of Boston College, they lost to Rutgers. So maybe Rutgers is good this year. I thought Boston College College is bad. They were my sleeper in the Atlantic, to be honest with you. I think NC State and Clemson are the favorites in the Atlantic, rightfully so. Wake Forest has kind of been sprinkled name there. But no one knows you're talking about Boston College. They have back, don't they? Yes, and they have Phil Dracovich, the transfer from Notre Dame, who's actually pretty good. So that kind of surprised me. Virginia Tech's favorite somehow, some way. And then my second takeaway, Rico, is I was going to come in today. You owe me an apology. You owe the entire state of Georgia an apology. Nope. And you certainly owe Stetson Bennett an apology. Because I, I have something to tell you. So Stetson Bennett, he opened before the season at 100 to 1 odds to win the Heisman. So you put down a dollar, you win $100. I should have put 1000 on it now looking back because I would have been rich. But... Oh, yeah. He is now 
after the first game, absolutely, after torching Oregon, and I don't use that word lightly, after torching Oregon and your boy Bo Nix, he is now 25-1 to to win the Heisman. And I said he was my sleeper to win the Heisman. You all laughed at me. Yep. You all spat in my face. Didn't do that. You all called me a fool. Did that. And lo and behold, Stetson Bennett, after one game, I'm not going to call him a Heisman favorite. One game. But he's on the radar. He's on the radar. And I'm telling you right now, the problem that Stetson Bennett's going to run into, and the same thing happening against Oregon, come the fourth quarter, he's going to be set. And that's going to happen a lot of games. Okay. A lot of games. Here, I will give you this. I will give you this apology. He's solid. I will give. I'm not. I will give you this apology to Stetson Bennett. I, to be completely honest with you, didn't watch the game. So let's make it fun <laughs> of him. I didn't know how far his passes. Air yards per attempt. Average air yards per attempt. Okay. Thirteen point two. That's pretty good. I'll give you that. Also, his backup tight end is six seven, two hundred eighty pounds. It can hurdle people. Listen. So uh, when you're surrounded by athletes like that in an offensive line that doesn't allow you to get touched. I understand, but look at the track record of Heisman's. They're usually from a school that's in the top 10, a lot of the times a team that's competing for a playoff spot, and they have five stars surrounded around him. And Stetson Bennett, for what it's worth, the guys that are winning these Heisman's, like the Bryce Youngs, the C.J. Strouders, the favorite, all five stars. Little old Stetson Bennett walks to Georgia, not even a part of the team, Mm -hmm. walks on, says, screw you, JT Daniels, this is my team now, kicks him off to West Virginia, which, by the way, that West Virginia-Pittsburgh game was awesome. That needs to be played every year. That game was awesome. Backyard brawl, baby. But Stetson Bennett pushed him to the side, said, this is my team, took over the team, and now Stetson Bennett... I'm not going to say he's going to win the Heisman because I still want to see a little bit more, and I think he's going to be screwed because he's not going to be playing in the fourth quarter for many games. But Stetson Bennett, I would not be surprised to see him as one of the finalists. Put respect on Stetson Bennett's name. I'm not going to do it. All you have to say, he's not awful. That was premature. He is. He's not awful. He is an okay quarterback. Stetson Bennett is a good – Stetson Bennett, fine. I'll take back his elite status. He's just great. Stetson Bennett. He's great. Stetson Bennett will not lose you a game. No. He'll he win is, you plenty. You know what Stetson Bennett is? Stetson Bennett is what Alabama quarterbacks used to be. The Greg McElroys. Shout out AJ McCarron. AJ McCarron's. They're gonna Who else ask was it? To... Wasn't there a Sims? Something Sims. Yeah, there was. He was good. Uh, I don't remember his first name. But yeah, no, there was a Sims. He was pretty good. Respect too. Stetson Bennett. I'll leave you with that. Whatever, man. He's good. On the block, up next. Thank you guys for listening. See you tomorrow. Adios. Adios.